Hello everyone, welcome back to Breaking Apostolic Taboo. I'm Bailey Romans, and on this podcast we like to talk about things that have a little bit of a taboo around them, Um, and we like to break the stigma and break the awkwardness around certain subjects, and so along with that, we like to educate. We want you to be educated on ways to help yourself, ways to help others get through these certain circumstances that we all go through. Last time we did a series on mental illnesses and this time we're going to be doing Redeemed Sexuality by Andrew A. Boa. It is a 12 session, so 12 weeks, and we are super excited. We want to give you some practical resources to help you combat some of these sexual issues. And because a lot of churches do not have a program to help people that struggle with pornography addiction and sexual addiction in general, um, hopefully this will help you. This is a good resource. You can find it on Amazon. If you would like to do this at your church or with a small group, if you would like to start it, um, I will have a Dropbox if you want to do this on your own personal time and uh, with the worksheets that you'll need um, to fill out if you would like to participate. And thank you so much for joining us and I hope you enjoy this episode. Session 5, Confession. Dietrich Bonhoeffer and Life Together says, In confession, we break through to the genuine community of the cross of Jesus Christ. It is grace that we can confess our sins to one another. In our group, uh, you have experienced the power of confession on a large scale, whether you shared your sexual history and face the wounds of your past. Now, I know with us, we're not necessarily sharing on a big scale, but um, if you're doing this with somebody, you're getting, you know, that out. Uh, Now it's time to put confession into practice in daily life. Confession is one of the most important skills you'll need to break free from sexual sin and shame. Spoiler alert, you don't have to wait until after you're sexually sinning to confess. The beautiful part is that we can confess struggles and temptations before we actually sin too. Too often confession becomes something we do after sexually acting out. But we do not need to wait. By confessing more than just our sins and by confessing before we sin, we can actually avoid sin. And confession earlier is always better. In the case study we looked at last time, at what point do you think the person would have felt the need to confess something compared to when they actually crossed into sin? Now, if we go and we look back at those stories, I think the best time for confessing would have been um, around, let's see, probably when her probably confessing to herself when she first noticed she had the issue but confessing to her friend you know that she was having issues um anyways confession takes practice it requires us to make a habit of exposing areas of darkness in our hearts to one another so that we can walk in the light as first john one and one commands but for those who already do this it's easy to become more aware of our ongoing sin than god's ongoing grace Talking about sin all the time can make us feel defeated or deflated by the frequency of our wandering. This is why confession must go together with affirmation. Authentic, specific, positive, 
verbal affirmation and encouragement. We do not only need to confess the ways we see sin in ourselves, we need to affirm the ways we see God at work in one another. The twin disciplines of confession and affirmation must go together. Without frequent confession, we fall into denial. Without frequent affirmation, we fall into discouragement. But by taking, talking transparently both about our own weakness and one another's strengths, we create a healthy environment for genuine spiritual growth. Take this session as an opportunity to confess what we have done and to affirm what God has done. When we do these things, we can walk in the light. 1 John 1, 5 through 10 says, God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. We're going to interrupt today's episode to let you know about something you can do to help us out here on Breaking Apostolic Taboo. We have set up through Anchor a listener support. You can donate however much you want to. It can be monthly. It can be a one-time donation. All of these donations will help towards either getting us some better equipment or whatever extra money we have and whatever money we gain that doesn't get used on on the podcast directly we will give to amers or a charity anything um, we see fit um if you would like to become a listener supporter you can see in our show notes there should be a link or you can go to anchor um our on anchor to our breaking apostolic taboo um page and you can become a listener supporter there so if you would that would be great and help us out and help us maybe get some recording equipment and help us um or we can give to amers or to the children's mansion whichever we see fit to do that month so thank you so much and that's all i have for this Effective confession. When done properly, confession leads to deeper self-awareness and genuine repentance, but not all confessions succeed at doing this. Learning what makes a confession effective or ineffective can help you gain traction on the road to sexual recovery. There is a big difference between confessing and confessing well. The first step to realize what confession is and is not, to confess simply means to tell the truth about something, even if that something is ugly, scary, or difficult to admit. Confession is not limited to sin. We can confess our desires, struggles, weakness, temptation, experiences, memories, emotions, thoughts, actions, and beliefs. These things are not sinful in themselves. What matters, then, is what we do with them. We can either try to face difficult events and emotions alone, or we can tell the truth about what's going on 
to a trusted friend. It does not only matter that we do this, but how we do it. In this table 5.1, you'll find a list of differences between effective and ineffective confession. Which of these items accurately describes tendencies you see in your own life, good or bad? And so I will leave the this all of this in our homework drop box in session five. Um, some of the effective confessions is completely honest, not pretending, spoken out loud to a safe person, tells the full background story in detail. And there's there's a couple more. And ineffective is tries to make things look better, is not spoken out loud to anyone, focuses only on the moment itself. And there's a couple more. Um, and then we'll move on. Levels of confession. Recall your most recent confession. What level would you fall into? Mark the spot on figure 5.1, which is the next level of confession you want to hit. Next step, practice affirmation. When we verbally acknowledge how we see evidence of God in each other, we give and receive a powerful energy boost on the road to sexual freedom and healing. The Bible says it best. The tongue has the power of life and death. Proverbs 18.21 Our words are powerful, therefore encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 It's a good rule to practice affirmation just as much as confession. So let's use our words to speak life, to build each other up, and tear down the lies of the accuser. Practice your affirmation skills using the following exercise. 1. Find a ball of yarn or a long rope. Number 2. Pass affirmations with the yarn or rope back and forth around the circle. Each person continues to hold on to the yarn or rope. As it passes to another person, make sure everyone around the circle receives plenty of affirmation after a few passes. This will create a visible web of affirmation. Ask yourself this question until your turn comes around. Who might I want to affirm? How have I seen Christ in this person? This is a really good thing you can do in a group. Um, I know we don't have a group, but I wanted to read it in case you decide you want to. Um, don't forget, you can also get this book on Amazon, um, Redeemed Sexuality by Andrew A. Fowa. Um, I will leave a link for it um, in the show details. And on on page 43, um, figure 5.1 gives seven levels of confession. The first level is being completely honest. Um, the second level is talking out loud to a safe person. The third level is revealing thoughts or telling the full background story in detail. The fourth level is revealing thoughts, desires, and emotions. The fifth level is taking enough time to process and pray. The sixth level is reaching out during the time of need. And the seventh level is turning away from sin. And one of our reflection questions today is what tends to keep you from reaching out to others when you need the most or when you need it the most? Um, I would say a lot of things that keeps people from reaching out to people is, um, is shame. And um, I think one of the next things I'm going to be doing is a series on shame. Um, I have found some really great um, resources to use on shame and um I, I personally, I just think shame is a big thing um, that we have to deal with in the church and we don't really address it enough because there is, there's toxic shame and um, just 
I've been delving into this topic and you may hear more about it from me later, but um, the next question says, how has it been to talk more honestly and openly about your sexuality in this group? I'm just going to say in general, um, talking more about my sexuality has just um, opened up a whole new world for me in the sense of um, reaching people and witnessing the people and relating to people that um may have not otherwise been able to relate to and I think it's very important that we get this out also for people that are struggling and getting through to open up to somebody it's a relief to finally have someone know your secret it it will be scary but once you've gotten that weight off your chest you feel so 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 much better So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode on Breaking Up Saw Taboo. I am Bailey Romans, and let's start talking.